Hello guys, welcome back to episode 7 of From A to Z with Aziz. This time I'm back. <laughs> this time there is Aziz. Um, with Yusuf, again, <laughs> our good old co-host. So I listened to the, the podcast you made with your brother. Honestly, great stuff. Thanks. Also got a lot of positive feedback about that episode. So, And Sadim asked me at the end of the episode, Oh, when, bro, how was it? Did you like it and everything? I hope you do well. I gotta say, he killed it, man. But. He's natural, man. Bat. But. Mm. Daddy's home. <laughs> Daddy's home. Now is the real talk. So, I, I already got a couple of things I wanna talk about yeah. anyway. So, I'll just. Let's start with, you know, man. How you been? How you been doing? It's exam season, you know? Let me. Let, let's ask a bit. It's, it's exam season for, I mean, a lot of people right now, yeah? I mean, I'm 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 doing good. I'm I don't really have exams. I had a couple of assignments due yesterday, which was a grind to get through. Uh, but I'm good now, and um, yeah, just kind of want to get this break right now. I've got like a ten day break, and I'm just gonna fucking chill the the whole way through, pretty much. But you got you're going through the grind. I don't know, man. And listen here, I've um. So I think I think people know um if they listen to the last episode that I am in yeah, the middle of exam season, right? Yeah. Like I'm in, like I just started my my first exam was actually today, the day of shooting. So I don't know, probably w the episode won't be released today. It will probably be released again on uh, Sundays as usual. Um, so anyway, the day of shooting Thursday, first exam just finished it, and uh, How'd that go? I gotta say it went real real well. Yeah. Feeling feeling real cute about myself, <laughs> but <laughs> but um, I'm all sorts of angry, man. Angry. I'm real angry. Cause here's here's the thing, um, when when you're in the middle of exam season, you have so much fucking adrenaline going through your blood, just just pressure, whatever, that it you never even get the feeling of relief, right? Yeah. You never really get it until you're done, and even then, I'm generally I go through this whole like post exam depression mode where like the, the week right after exams, I don't want to talk to anybody. You I go, yeah. yeah, you go through that also. Um, the other thing is that, I mean, I'm still in the middle of exams. Yeah. So regardless, like I'm still, I'm still not feeling it for now, but it went really well. So I'm happy about that. That's something at least, you know, we got going. You just finished your essays yeah. <laughs> and bro, man, what? you've been talking about those essays for a hot minute now and, um, we're good. We're good now. Like it's, you finally, it's, it's taken a minute, but I, I, I get what you're saying about like the whole, uh, like post exam little downbeat because i'm in it right now because I, I just submitted my essays so it was a lot of work a whole fucking thing to go through and, and I, I don't know if you feel the same way about this but when you have like something like exams or deadlines you can't think past them like everything you think about constantly like is short term nothing's long term and you just kind of focus about like everything that's going on right now and you can't go past it so as soon as you hit that deadline what am I doing? What am, what am I doing right now? You know, so you're just in a little phase. So that's that's where I'm at right now. But I come in here seeing you just submit your essays and stuff. Sick stuff, by the way, because I, I get the feeling of like submitting the whole thing. That's a fucking relief. Just getting one. How many do you have? Because it's like three, one in the four. bag, four, three to go. Yeah. Sick. All right. So like another week of this, and then and then that's the thing. You got to learn to like look ahead. But I mean, yeah, I'm still I'm still in the downbeat right now. So. Yeah. I mean. Me, personally, it's not even going to be finished by the fucking 15th. That's the thing. I finish my exams, and then I have this investment competition going on. Because, you know, part of being, uh, you know, such a successful entrepreneur, um, you know, a guy who creates podcasts, a guy who, 
you know, just yeah, overall, yeah. just a winner, right? Having that winner, part of having, exactly, part of having the winner mindset is diversification. And I already, I'm, so I'm going through a little something right after my exam. So really like the hustle finishes on the 29th of January for me, yeah. right? And it was supposed to finish even later, but you know, CFA and everything, fuck that. Sure. Docs that, docs that plan, like don't even need that plan anymore. But anyhow, so yeah, first exam went well. We happy because I got I got this mis message. Um, well, actually, I didn't receive it myself, but I got this message through um, our uh, Instagram manager, Sarah, <laughs> um, that basically, okay, listen. Uh, so we have we have a Twitter account for our for our podcast. Yeah, yeah, for our podcast. Uh, she basically just retweets of my my own account, which I just decided to turn private. Great, great stuff. But. So basically, we have a Twitter account from A to Z with Aziz. Um, you guys go follow it. Real funny there. <laughs> and <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just advertising just to hell with it. What the fuck? Like, yeah, it's it's my audience yeah, anyway. If yeah. they don't, if they don't like, if they don't like, if they don't listen to this podcast, I'm saying you can't say it's funny. It's like, hilarious. It's, it's, like, it's like when someone says, um, "I heard this really funny story." And then it it's better just, be. like it better be like no, like it has to. It better be a sick ass fucking joke. Otherwise, like. You set it up for failure, so I'm just saying, like, you can't, you can't say the Twitter's fire. Okay, yeah, okay. I guess it's the fear of expectation. Also, I'm. But your Twitter is is entertaining. Yeah, le is some would say that it's the greatest Twitter ever no made. One but said that, some, but some, some. At some point, you were the only person I followed. Okay, so there, you, there you go. Sure. Yeah, so like, I was the sole reason for you having a Twitter account. Much, so yeah, okay. I'll take, I'll, I'll, I'll take the W. Just, just allow it. Allow it. Allow it. You're the one who put me on so many social platforms. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, you put me on Instagram. To get an extra follower, because let, let's 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 not kid ourselves. That's what that's why you wanted okay, me okay, on. Okay, okay. So I got an Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, you put me on Reddit uh, about a year and a half ago, which has been fucking great. Reddit's so much better than You're people. No, no, it's not even fine. You, you can't take credit for Reddit. Okay. Take credit for like introducing me to you. Okay. okay. <laughs> you took the thing off. <laughs> what else is there? TikTok. That's been another thing. That's what's the thing you want to try and get me on right now? Uh, Insta. Reddit? Oh, Twitter. You got me on Twitter. Yes, you did get me on Twitter. Facts. Well, I mean, listen here. Okay. Um, the Instagram one was definitely for a follow. Of course. Absolutely. Of course. I'm, 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 I'm built like that. Um, as for the rest, um, it was warranted. TikTok, I was a pioneer. I figured out TikTok, the TikTok game way before. Because way before, everybody was like, oh, who would download TikTok? That's such a trash app. Well, you know what? Fuck you. Now, what? where's your personality gone now in 2020, all right? You downloaded TikTok. Yeah, okay, yeah. But I'm saying in 2020, when they were, like, in 2019, everyone was like, oh, TikTok's so cringe. Well, and then in 2020, COVID hit, and everybody went and got on TikTok. Now, um, everybody is. And so you can eat my ass to everybody who criticized, oh, like, yeah, because I got, yeah, exactly. And so eat my ass. That's what I'm saying. Please, bro, eat it. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, I'm so not following up. Okay, okay, okay. We're not, we're not going to go through that. Anyhow, so basically, anyway, the, the whole point of the story was, um, so Twitter, yes. We downloaded it, so we have... Uh, a page for our podcast from A to Z with Aziz. And anyhow, so Sarah takes care of the whole media, whatever, but I do have my own Twitter page. Yes. And the thing is, yesterday, or I think, no, I think this morning, oh, I, saw this. I, yes, tweeted, I, saw I tweeted, this. I tweeted, um, haha, no, 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 don't kill yourself, your dick too fat, haha, you know? I feel like that's an old, you already tweeted. Okay, no, no, I, no, I tweeted something. No, I, I, 
it's 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 a similar because uh, the the OG one was like no don't kill yourself you're too sexy haha. No, but I've seen the, the pics also. I've seen you I probably not. I don't know. I'll probably have to go through it anyhow. And we have um, a certain listener. I forgot what her name was, but like a certain listener slid in Sarah's DMs and was like, "Oh yeah, so he's got time to tweet that, but he ain't got time to do a podcast, and so Salim has to cover." I'm like, "Okay, first of all, appreciate your support. Really appreciate it." But Salim was great, and also like, there's a. Di- I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I didn't really watch the whole conversation. I just looked at that comment. But the thing is, um, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? So Sarah showed me that and I was like, all right, cool. Like, first of all, I appreciate the fact that she's, you know, longing for my voice. And <laughs> I know, I know. I got, I, I got, and I said, daddy's home and daddy's back with a lot of anger, <laughs> way too much anger. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, folks, something you need to understand. Um, when you're tired, you're at your most like, you're at your angriest, obviously. But you're also at your funniest. Your comedy gold drops when, like, when you have no fucking filter. I think it's because you commit to your jokes. And it's not even commit. It's, man, I'm glad you brought up the whole commitment thing. Remind me in, t- in 10 minutes. But um, anyhow, it's it's not even about that. It's um, It's just mainly you have no filter, so you just get angry. Sure. And it's funnier because yeah. you don't care how people will receive it. Like, like, la- like last time I remember I was on, I like did an all nighter because I needed to help a friend. So with an exa- with uh, some exercise, whatever. So I had to, so I spend the, spend the entire night studying so I can prep for her. The next day we call and I'm delivering the best jokes of my life. Like your thing about, you know, that one hour on Zoom of content that you think you did perfectly well. I never said I, I okay, no, no, but like the the what you like the like, the hour of content that you say like you delivered bars, I delivered bars in thirty minutes in front of that girl, and she was dying, and like I got on the stage and I'm crushing it, like I was crushing it, okay, I I was like delivering jokes and I was like, bro, why are you laughing this much? This is ridiculous. She's like, you've never been this funny, and I was like, actually, hell yeah, hell yeah. By the way, shout out to that girl because one, this girl has. Actually, you know what? Before I get on this segment, I just have one little thing to say because I remembered, girl. So one thing, I have um, a piece of feedback for your um, podcast episode with Salim. Sure. I'm I'm fine with everything you guys said, but at some point you said something about you and being uncomfortable around PGA. I'm about to call you out. Uh, I'm about to call you out. Okay, I'm about to. So in year two, um, we were living together, right? So year two as if people wouldn't get the timeline 2017 2017 2018 me and yusuf were flatmates and one thing i remember was at the time yusuf had a girlfriend and i didn't right when this happened what the earliest no i was yeah i was i was single i was single but i was about to enter the greatest eight months of my life (laughs) baby please take me back i miss you (laughs) see i'm telling you when you're tired you deliver anyway so uh i was um yeah so i was single you weren't and that wasn't by the way, I don't know why I'm stating this. Like, actually, the fact that I was single has no value or no consequence in this story. But I just want to state that, like, I'm single again. So if everybody, anybody's listening, hi. Come on, my man. Yeah, <laughs> get on my man's DMs. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, I thought I thought this podcast would get me DMs. Actually, no, I didn't. I know. I just, I'm, I'm getting positive yeah, DMs. DMs. Like, oh, yeah, you're killing it on the podcast. And I'm like, fuck, yeah. Cheers, man. Anyhow, so you... So I, you're with this girlfriend, right? And 
like we were friends, me and her, like just regular friends. So like this wasn't like I wasn't introduced to her when you were dating. I was introduced to her way before. And so we're talking, we're sitting there in the living room and uh, you guys are sitting on a sofa and I'm talking. I'm having a cigarette, right? And like I open the window to like, you know, exhale. And as I turn around, like I was mid-sentence. I just exhaled mid-sentence. And as, But when I turn around, you guys start making out. Oh, wait, wait. This is how the story goes? You were by the window? Yes. And we were on the couch? Yes, sir. Dude, that's so far away. That's like so different than how you made it sound for years. Uh, but Are bro. Are kidding me right now? No, but like we were talking. Dude, that's fine. Look, look, look. If you're having a... If you're having a cigarette, okay? <laughs> you're looking out the window. Like, like you're sitting by the fucking window. So, and you're like... You look out the window like, what? That's fine. We could just like sneak a kiss real quick. Like, you it wasn't a kiss. It was a make out session. But anyway, I, I made a comment about anyhow. I'm just saying this is not, it doesn't matter here. What matters is that you said you're like, you're anti-PDA. And I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just calling you on your bullshit. That's it. I'm calling you on your bullshit. I've never said that. Like, I don't do PDA. Like, I'm not necessarily comfortable with it, and I don't really fuck with it. I'd rather not, but, like, I'll do it. So, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not getting fucking jets that, man. Anyhow, I just wanted to, like, just let sure, that, yeah, no, okay. get that on the yeah, record. I just let, I just needed to, I just needed to get that on the record just so we can, you know, sure. like, the audience knows how, sure. how big of a hypocrite you are. Exactly. Yeah, you're a fucking hypocrite. Look, okay, okay, look, one thing I don't think we've ever claimed or i think the first time we we we, we did one of these i think it's you tried to <laughs> we're not truth merchants we don't sell truth here it's no 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 it, it, i mean yeah. it's all lies it's all it's, lies it's all really caps. it really all is like <laughs> caps log <laughs> yeah. facts anyhow so um that was just like I, I wanted to go through that very quickly but i just wanted to say that like we don't pretend to oh yeah yeah we don't pretend we don't pretend to actually be truthful, honorable men. Like we're like, actually. Like, like, oh, super, super true. Like we, I, I know, I know, I know. Like I'm sometimes I'm like a miserable human being. Like I'm, like I'm not good. <laughs> like you know, but that's why. But that's why. A pain, a pain in the ass, completely. But what I'm saying is, 2021, we said let's be better Arabs. Better Arabs. Have you? Do you feel like you've been, you've become a better Arab? Hell no, man. <laughs> I'm taking. I need a minute, man. <laughs> I need some prep time. I mean, we need some prep. Like, what it Bro. means to be... Like, we need some prep to know what it means to be a better Arab, yeah, right? Because right, right now, the only part... The only... Like, we're... We are better Arabs on this podcast, but that's because just we, we just added Salim. So the quantity of Arabness is just <laughs> higher. It's the ratio. The ratio... No, not even the ratio. The sum is higher, but the ratio is just the same. Like, we're not even better, right? Like, we just... we. Yeah, you you kind of, but I mean, I mean, I did, I mean, I paid, I paid so much money for a fucking, dig yeah. But uh, anyhow, like honestly, like just it, it wasn't nothing. Pennies on the dollar. My dad's fucking loaded. What do you want? Like it's nothing. <laughs> anyhow, I need, I need to stop with this joke. So we we're saying, um, about how I was delivering some comedy gold to this friend. And there's one thing I was gonna say. Shout out to this girl because like she's a friend. She's bad as hell, right? But one thing this girl has that's better than any other baddie in the game right now. Bro, she bad and she knows she's bad. And that's, ladies, I'm telling you one thing and one thing only. Confidence makes a guy crumble, yeah, okay? Yeah. If a girl is bad, but like she's playing the whole shy card, like, oh my God, I'm so insecure. Honestly, super beta of you guys to do that. 
Because if like if you're awesome, fucking, you have to understand that you actually are. Because then you hold so much power. Because a girl who's a ten, who knows she's a ten, is absolutely unfair. Like she, like that's it. You, there's nothing you can do. As a dude, I would crumble. And like this girl that we're talking about, like she knows she's bad. She knows she's bad, man. Bad I'm I'm not even gonna get do a whole thing about this, but like your whole thing about her knowing how bad she is and the confidence that comes with that. Like if there's one chick that like I've been like thoroughly intimidated by, it's her, man. <laughs> like like puts you right back in your place. And um no 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 no. Like like bad chicks that they who know they're bad are a whole different league. And and I just I want I want to I want to start playing in that league, bro. Like that's that's where we want to be, honestly. In the podcast, yeah. And this year, like we're trying to reach the whole. Uh, yeah, bro. This 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 year, want to be that we want to be with those types of person of people, and we want to be with those types of girls. Like know that you're bad. This is the year, 2020. It's like we've been nice one, bro. So anyway, like this year, we've been all about the whole uplifting vibe. Me, you, like even when we start when we started the podcast, we we're all about like. This is the year of the fucking bowl, okay? And for people who don't get it, so, like, there's this huge statue of a bowl <laughs> in front of Wall Street, right? And it represents, like, when the stock market goes real well, right? Well, it's like it's a bullish market. And when it's going bad, it's bearish. And so we stated last time the whole classism thing. Like, we've been, yeah, centered, off-centered, bottom, top. Well, this is just the next evolution, right? And it's bullish, bearish. And so this year we said, like, it was supposed to be the year of the fucking bull, right? But ox, it's bro. the year of the ox, actually. <laughs> like this year, this year we're all about uplifting people. Like I'm one, I'm one week away from Serge, t- just texting me and congratulating me for waking up. Like yeah. good morning, good morning king. Good morning, king. <laughs> good morning, king. Like Hope seize the day. <laughs> now, now get out there. Like let's hustle, cause tonight you're feasting, king. Like that's, yeah, it's that. I love that energy though. To get that energy this year, it's not that honest. Okay, wait, let's just take a minute here. Not everyone needs to get that energy. Yeah, don't push, like, don't, like, okay, yeah, no, we're gonna get on the whole humble thing. Um, but I'm talking about like, um, don't push yourself out of your comfort zone if you're not feeling it right now. But like, if 2021, you just want to fucking switch it up and seize get the seize the fucking year, like, just get out there and act like you don't give a shit, man, yeah. and like, get out there and get what you want. That, that's what we're all about in 2021. Like, 2020 didn't feel like a full year, right? Like so many, so many things happened. Yeah, so many things happened, but actually, doesn't feel like a complete year because we didn't have as much like. We haven't accomplished, so we have to accomplish way more in 20. Like that's that's the thing. We need to accomplish way more in 2021 just to compensate. Yeah, yeah, that's the idea. Exactly, yo, dude, COVID just punched me right in the gut with the whole CFA thing. I'm not even gonna get there, but like what I'm trying to say is this year, guys. Let's try to seize the year because, like, 2020 did us bad, did us dirty, and we're going to do 2021 real dirty, okay? Like, we're going to give it back plus interest. That's the idea, okay? Like, you said something, I think, episode two, your first appearance. You were still a guest there, and now you're a co-host. Look at you, man, just advancing in life. See, that's prospect. Fist bump, bro. There you go, King. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Anyway, so what what I was trying to say was that in your first uh, appearance here, um, first to many, you stated that the keyword for 2021 is employability. Oh, yes. Okay. And so for us, that's seizing the year, right? That's the year of the fucking ox yeah. employability. And so putting ourselves out there, doing a podcast. I mean, first of all, again, I might have to repeat this every single time, but thank you guys so much for actually listening to this. And, uh, you're allowing 
a real bad habit that's about to continue for a long time. So <laughs> it is what it is, but we're fucking seizing it. All right. <laughs> fucking seizing it. Don't give, don't give a shit. Like if nobody listens or anyone listens, like this is the year we, we don't care. We just we win. Like, we like, try to win. We try to we win. Try to win. Exactly. Like I'm either like mama ain't raised no bitch. Like I'm either <laughs> winning or I'm going down with a fight, but there's no way no. I'm letting anybody like catch an easy W on me. Right? I'm not going to let any exam catch an easy W. Like the one I just did, yeah. bro, mop the floor with it. King, yeah. thank you, bro. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. No, wait, no actually, we had, we had a WhatsApp, like, we got a WhatsApp group, three of us, sales, 96, uh, 96 Bulls, and this one, 21 Bulls, this is what this no, year no, is. 96 Bulls is like, this is the 25th anniversary of the 96 Bulls. Oh, it actually is? Yeah. Fuck yeah, bro, it really is the year of the bull. <laughs> it really is. It is. It is. It is. It, this is the 25th. This is the 25th anniversary of the 1996 Chicago Bulls team, the greatest team to ever play basketball. And so, since we're in this whole bullish phase, yeah, that's. It is the 96 Bulls. There's nothing we gotta do about. It. We gotta be MJ and take this here personally. Oh yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Are you, you MJ? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a Pippin <laughs> kind of guy. Uh, yeah, I'm all about like, you know, just all around complete game. Sure, <laughs> Not sure. really a killer. Yeah, uplifting the bull healer. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm like I'm I raised the floor. Right. You'll take care of raising the ceiling. Right. Yes. But like I raised the foundational piece. You raised like like you like I'm basically the the floor of this podcast. And if you do well, then you'll represent the potential of this podcast. So yeah, this is it. Like I'm the MJ to your Jordan. I, I'm the, I'm the Pippin to your Jordan. I'm deferring this year. Cause like winner, winner, bro. Yeah. yeah you're winning this year. Hey, I listen to, see, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I listen to the podcast with Sadim. Actually my favorite episode, you and him. Oh, what's up? Hell nah, brother. That's cap. That's cap. That would be so beta to defer. Oh my God. You thought I was serious. Go to hell. Come on, dude. No, it was great. It was great. But like, I'm saying it for the third time. Daddy's fucking home, all right? God. And daddy's got a lot of anger. I got a lot of anger. Okay, I'm so... Okay, I'm absolutely going to discuss my levels of anger. So we have a... F I, I wouldn't, we have a friend. I have a friend. I don't know if you're friends with her. It doesn't matter. Sure. But cool person. We haven't talked in a while. But one thing I've seen she did on her Insta stories around Christmas time mm. was that she shared like every day from the 1st of December until Christmas Day like, that's what, 24 days, 25 days? I don't fucking know. But every day she would share something she's grateful for, right? Yeah. She would share something like, today I'm grateful for, that's I don't know. Really nice. Yeah, real nice. Yeah. yeah. Like, today I'm grateful for this roast beef. Today I'm grateful for uh, this great view. Today I'm grateful for sharing the day with my family. Anyhow, nice. I'm in the middle of exam season, yeah. right? So I got lots of anger, <laughs> right? And today, because, you know, exam and everything, I woke up feeling kind of dangerous. <laughs> This is the Slim Shady Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, because I'm about to unload, all right? This led me to believe that I have to think about what are the things I'm so not grateful for this year? Because, like, she did the whole grateful thing, so, like, I can't copy it, so, like, I have to be negative about it. So what are the things I'm so not grateful for? Do you mean shit that happened that you're, like... Do you mean shit that happened that you're, like, not happy about? Is that what you mean by ungrateful for? Just everything that I'm not grateful for right, on this fair, planet. Fair, Just. Okay. Like, I get it. I get it. yeah, like one thing, for example, this is like the Ten Commandments, <laughs> the things Aziz is not grateful for, like that you should never do. One, people who think committing to the bit equals funny. Oh, okay. Okay. 
Like that, I'm so not grateful for that. No, 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 no. Like, look, sometimes when you guys commit, when you commit like to a character, like it will garner a first laugh, right? But every now and then, there's this dude who thinks like the more he stays in character, the funnier it gets. But like there's a decreasing level of marginal return per second you're going to spend. Like, you know, like the guy who makes the joke and then like just looks at you like deadpan delivery and like you laugh the first time, but then he keeps on like making eye contact, right? Like, Like, you know, like that joke. I don't know. Like, for example, um, I don't know. It's just dumb jokes. For example, like, bro, I don't know. Say like, I, I remember this dude, like when we were kids. You'd say like, um, oh, your mama's so fat, whatever. And you'd be like, don't joke about that. My mom died in a car accident, right? <laughs> not true, not true. Okay, I met her, great lady. But he would always keep making that joke. And what I'm saying, like, you know, like when he tells you, nah, I'm kidding. That's when you laugh. But no, like after that, he just keeps on committing and it just makes it not funny, right? And people think that the more, or like people who think like the, the more sarcastic they get, the funnier they get. It's not true, man. Like, no. guys, in 2021, one thing I'm not grateful for is not funny f- pieces of shit, <laughs> all right? Just knock it off. Maybe sometimes it's not meant for everyone. I'm not saying it's meant for me. Maybe I'm not funny. Maybe I'm a super lame dude. But you know what? I got 100 people listening, so maybe I'm not that lame. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I got 100 people, like, doing their dishes right now and listening to me, so I'll take that W every fucking day. <laughs> That's one thing I'm not grateful for. I think I think we both agree we're not grateful for those kinds of people. The people that com- think commitment, committing to a character... Not breaking, not breaking like character makes it funnier, and it's like there's there's a certain point after which it's like really really cringe, bro. Just saying, knock it off. <laughs> I kind of want to just mention something to you, um, but I kind of want to do this off track, bro. So we're just gonna cut this right here and come back at some point. Okay. Anyway, so back, back at it. Okay, <laughs> back at it. Right. Yeah, yeah. So what else? What else? I got that I'm really not grateful for. Um. What what is Aziz not grateful for in January of 2021? You know how like, well, okay. So I was watching some. I'm, I was listening to some radio last time and some old radio. And it was like this uh, dude, Max Kellerman. He's Jewish, and Marcellus Wiley. He's black. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't. I I I'm I'm kind of indie like that. So like, what do you want me to say? I do listen to radio. I'm just I'm I'm on ESPN2 radio actually. Anyhow, and so Marcellus Wiley made that joke. That uh, apparently he's like apparently black people feel kind of awkward or kind of funny when they go to the supermarket just to buy a watermelon. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and 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 so it just led me to believe I was like, what 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 thing am I really do I really feel uncomfortable doing every time because I feel like I'm just making a stereotype way stronger. And not gonna lie, one thing I'm so not grateful for is every time I get angry at someone, and specifically if it's a girl, I always feel like I'm perpetrating the stereotype of the angry North African dude. And I'm so like I'm so done with it. I'm so I'm so not grateful. Like, am I not allowed to get angry like white people? <laughs> just like, just I'm, every time I just want to get angry normally, and I'm like, man, right now you're really delivering a bad image of <laughs> of Tunisians, and it just. Be- Exactly, exactly. That's exactly what I'm referring to. Like the North African tension. No, you know that both. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. But what I'm trying to say is that I would love for that just to be called. Oh, that's my temperament. (laughs) But no, it's just it's it shines the light on every North African. I'm so not grateful for that, guys. In 2020, like if you see me in 2021, if you see me get mad, that's just me. That's not 
Like, I don't have to feel insecure about every time I get mad, okay? Sometimes it's warranted. Sometimes it's not just because I'm North African. So, just want to make that point across. Hey, my guy, you, might, you need to cool off for a oh, minute there. Jesus. That's the most African thing. Okay, okay, fine. See, see, okay. Have you ever had guys who fucking do that? Okay, because actually the whole thing that you're doing, the whole you want to be sensitive about, like, how not you're not just a North African dude, yeah. and then they still come back and play the... I'm a North African dude. Okay, I'm going to flip it on Muslims right now. I need to stop saying it Muslims. Bro, Muslims. Bro, I'm... <laughs> I, I remember I was telling sales after we did what, a couple of our first episodes. I was like, I don't know, dude. I felt tense about some stuff. Some words came out wrong. That was definitely one of them. But like Muslims, for example, okay? Um, who are like on and off. Uh, there's no judgment on any of them because, I mean, your faith is your faith and deal with it however you like. But like... On and off about stuff like that is always fucking weird because it's like you come back, you come in one way, right? Like you'll see them at a party mm-hmm. and they're the one pouring you tequila. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, you know, they're like fasting the whole month of Ramadan, like absolute kings. And I mean, I respect that part for sure. And all of it, actually. But it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a whole thing. Well, like there is, there is some hypocrisy to it. There's yeah. so much hypocrisy to it. But one thing, so... I guess people know, like people who listen to this podcast, kind of have the idea that I am, we are muzzies, right? Yeah, and yes, and like I'm a pra- like I practice and believe in Islam, so I don't like, for example, you know, like I don't drink and everything. But one thing, like, like, like no, no, no. But like one thing I wanted to say was that every now and then we get this thing where somebody comments like, "Oh, you didn't do this today." Like I've I've had days where I didn't fast, like for example, during exam seasons. And every now and then there's somebody who's like, "Oh, so you're like you're not doing everything, right?" Like so and I just want to say like in Islam it's said that like don't even judge anybody's practice, right? Like it's nobody's point. So if you see someone like fuck up, right? Let's say in the context of Islam, if you see somebody like pouring you tequila and the next day you see him fasting, just allow it. Okay, like, like there's no need to be judgmental about it. Like, 2021, keep your opinion, keep your thoughts to yourself. Like, no hate, no hate. Like, I don't think that's what it's supposed to be. no, no, I'm just saying, no, I'm not saying this is not in relation to what you well, said. It's, it's just like, like it's a general point. Okay. Like, you know, you know how people say if you don't have anything nice to say, shut up. No, that's not true. No, but no, no, but that's kind of what I want to get on, right? Like, you you could come at a person this year and be and, and have some mean shit to say to him. Like, you could do that. Like, it's but it's absolutely your fucking right. Do, say whatever you like. But how about you just try the other version and ju- uplift everyone around you, dude? It's a whole fucking vibe, yeah, and it, it, it'll, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <I'm so laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Uplifting, dude. Bro, listen. I think you're. I think. I think this is like the take-home message because everything else in this episode is gonna yeah. be very hateful. So probably, just. Probably, yeah. So disregard. I'm tired, you're mad. I'm exactly <laughs> like yeah, we're upset. All right. Yeah. Like this is like I said, the slim shady yeah, podcast. Dude, this I, is. I walked into this room and I told you. There's just way too much tension in this fucking room, man. Like, for real, I walked in with, like, two days of baggage of, like, no sleep, right? Like, my, my bags under my eyes have never been this dark. And I'm looking at yours and the same. same shit, man. I walked into this room and it's, it's, you didn't have the lights on. Like, it's a whole fucking energy in this room. And honestly, mad. Should, mad. It's like a whole fucking thing. But that's we don't want to be that for long. So, we, you know, how people say, like, let it out, confess. This is what this is. Forgive me, Father, for us. <laughs> but like, yeah, for real. Like, I'm a, I'm really mad. Like, I'm yeah. mad at life, right? Yeah. And I'm taking it out on this podcast. Yeah. And so, so, if you have to listen, 
well, just, well, big deal. You know what? Just fucking listen to it, okay? Because, like, I'm upset. Like, people don't have to be mad at the, at your at life or, like, the world or whatever. They could be mad at themselves, friend, whatever. Just, you know, channel that and, and channel it into Aziz's fucking hate for, what is it, this week? Um, man, I have so much hate for exactly, everything. I, for everything, <laughs> everything. I can't, I can't keep track either. <laughs> like, you want to know also something else? I'll tell you how fucking mad I am. No. You know what I'm also not grateful for? Kids who think joking about not understanding uh, understanding inflation is funny. It's not fucking funny, all right? Like I've, uh, like like I've been on TikTok recently. Like so, basically, for the people who don't know, I study a master's in finance, right? So there's a bit of economics here and there, you know. Yeah. And so I'm studying that and everything, and I scroll on TikTok, and you know, just to get my mind away from work and pressure and stress. And the first thing I see was this TikTok about a kid. It's like, oh, like why don't we just print more money? Like, oh, it's going to cause inflation. Why don't you deflate it then? And it just got me so mad because, like, that's not how it fucking works. I used to think that. Like, it just pissed me off. There you go. There you go. Bro. You just print money, though? Like, I thought, I thought that's See, see, guys, like, it's people like Yusuf that make the world the way it is. Dude, okay, okay, wait. Okay, no, no, come on, come on. Dude, that is bullshit, okay? I'm not saying everyone has thought... At some like at some age has thought maybe we could just print more money and the world would be no, fine, no. right? Like, okay, no, maybe we can do this, right? Uh, have, you know, notions that you just don't understand as a it's kid. Right. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm saying shit that like you don't understand how shit works as a kid, so you kind of stick to an idea of it. I mean, you could kind of like do this with like Santa and like whatever shit like that if they if they believe that. No, but I'm talking about like for example, fictional stuff. What do you mean fictional like stuff? No, I'm just saying, like, shit that you didn't know how it worked as a kid. I'm saying, for example, like, in, in a thing that I know, for example. Oh, my God, the inflation thing. Get on the inflation thing. I don't get it. Get on it. Bro. God. Inflation. Go. Inf I'm so mad because, like, it's not that peak. It's really not that peak. <laughs> Bro, more monetary output for the same output of, for the same product will just mean the product is more expensive. So if you print more money and you don't produce more shit, well... That shit's just gonna cost more. It's not that. It's not that difficult, okay? And so for this year, I'm so not grateful for those kids' ignorance. You dumb. And it's time for you to learn, okay? Inflation is not that peak. You know, they will learn. They will learn. No, no, no. Like they were 16, 17. I was like, bro, didn't you fucking take econ? All right. 16, 17, man. Who needs to know about inflation? At 17. Bro, uh, I mean, you gotta be an entrepreneur early on, so you gotta understand like okay, how business works. I mean, we're podcast hosts, like we're all about the entrepreneurship mindset. You know what? Same, same similar thing, because like I'm writing this whole finance thing. You know what? I'm also not grateful for what? insider trading being illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's not that difficult. Okay, it's how is it my fault that you don't have the resources to just network with? high-level executives and corporate insiders. How is it my fault? If I'm able to do that, then I should trade on that non-public information, okay? The fact the fact that you guys don't know people who work like high-level executives that work at like petroleum companies, that's not my fault. Like, I want to sell the stocks when I get that information. But unfortunately, fucking insider information, insider trading is illegal. So like, I'm so not grateful for that. I'm so not grateful for that. Like, I'm writing this whole finance thing Everybody's been talking about like how crypto is the new way, yeah. right? And like, I don't know, man. All these revisions just make me feel like I want to become a Wall Street douchebag. And so, and so automatically, I'm just thinking, yeah, fuck that. Like, I want to do insider trading at this stage. <laughs> Self-incriminating. <laughs> Big time.
Um, honestly, wait, I've, I've, see, insider trading is probably one of those things that you thought of as a kid and you were like, dude, that's totally makes sense. Like, sure, if a friend gives you that information, like we act on, I mean, I don't act on stock because I don't fucking have any, but like people act on like buying or selling stock based on like information that you get. If you're getting better information, like it's not my fault that I have that better stuff, but like as a kid, you don't understand why that's wrong. Right. And this is what I was trying to get to like shit that you just don't understand as a kid, but then you have like really dumb notions of stuff like have you ever seen the okay this is kind of weird have you ever seen the inside of a kangaroo's pouch Jesus, no. okay see what? exactly I, I saw a video of like the inside of a kangaroo's pouch which felt it felt like wrong it felt, like <laughs> it felt wrong <laughs> that video like definitely felt wrong i didn't i didn't need to see what i was seeing um for sure not to see it. no definitely not like it but the thing is there was there was like a baby kangaroo in there too and it was so fucking weird in that pouch does not look as fluffy as you expect it to, man. Like I'm really? no, it doesn't, man. Like, okay, look, look. I'll show you these these like, photos later. Um, but I'm saying like, um, I can't give another example of what I'm trying to describe. I'm just gonna give mine. Okay, I didn't get that. Like, not that I didn't get the movies weren't real, but when someone died in a movie, I didn't get how you could fake that. And so, <laughs> and so, I kind of thought that people were like lining up outside the studio, and be like, getting so like, done. getting like, get murked. <laughs> For real. And so there was just this dude at the end of every take who would just, like, grab a body and then, like, throw it on the pile of bodies. And that's just, like, how, how like, and they would love to do that shit. Like, super fucking weird shit. But I'm just saying, like, everyone had some weird conceptions of stuff. How did you think of that I as a kid? Know. That's it so fucked up. So <laughs> you know, you know, no, no, no. I get, I get, I get your point because I, like, I had a similar thought growing up. So when I was watching, like, anime and, like, ca and cartoons and everything, I was like, why do I look like them? <laughs> why do I not look like them like I I remember like this thing on Teletoon because yeah I you know I'd like multiculturalism I used to watch French shows like I'm, I'm flexing it right Teletoon there you go so I was watching on Teletoon and like there was this show about like this whole dinosaur thing like basically some archaeologists just roam around the Amazon forest I don't fucking know doesn't doesn't matter but like they end up in this like secluded civilization where dinosaurs survived like how would um, that village survived a meteorite just like, you know, the Ice Age and just like that specific radius of two miles somehow was like, nah, like our dinosaurs aren't dying. I don't get it. But up until I was like 9, 10, yeah. I thought that meant like dinosaurs actually existed. And like I was talking to my dad and I was oh, telling I and I was, <laughs> and I was telling him, I was like, bro, like there are dinosaurs, right? And he was like, no, because as a kid, like, you don't have a lot of things to do in Tunisia. So we used to go to the zoo every fucking day. And not every day, but like every other day, we used to go to the zoo. His name is Belvedere. Again, flexing that French thing. Belvedere. There you go. It's the middle of the, the, the capital. And so one thing we used to do, we used to go there a lot. And we're like, bro, there's no dinosaur in this. Like, it's bullshit. Exactly. You know what I mean? And it took quite some time for my parents to figure out that I actually believe dinosaurs. And they were like, bro, um, you need to have, we need to have that talk, right? Like, it's not feasible that at 10. And, and, and look at me right now. I'm complaining that kids don't get inflation. Like, I thought dinosaurs were a real thing. Yeah, I should totally shut up. But I'm still angry. I'm still angry, bro. Just fucking get inflation, all right? It's not that difficult, right? Yeah, learn about it. Learn just, fucking, just, about it. just fucking educate yourself. Like, figure out what inflation is. Figure out what insider training is. And figure out why it's so wrong that it's illegal. I mean, come on. <laughs> High high level executives do it, so we should do it too. All right, like we're bringing power to the proletariat this year. Proletariat again. Yeah, yeah, proletariat. Thank you very much. I mean, we we are currently part of the proletariat, so we we we're all about our rights, what we gotta say, what we gotta stand up for. 
but I'm not gonna lie. As soon as I'm out. I'm out. I'm not looking back, man. <laughs> Bro, I got I got this. So I remember like when we got in this whole finance energy, yeah. like a couple of months ago, it started with Serge and his stocks. We, we're going to have an episode where Serge <laughs> is going to discuss his love for stocks, right? Like that's a beautiful topic, a great love story. But one thing I remember was like Yusuf was trying to play that whole man of the people card. And so he, he you know, he was like, yeah, okay, communism, whatever. And uh, at some point, I think you get money from your dad. And so the first thing he knocks, he, he's supposed to come over that day to my place. And so when he arrives, the first thing he tells me is like, bro, you know what? Communism is so fucking whack. Because like, he because now that he got, now that he got money, he didn't want to fucking share it with anyone. It's like, that's so fucking beta. Like communism is beta. Taxes are beta. Like get your money up. That's not, that's not your problem. That's not my problem or your problem. Like, like figure it out. Fuck communism. We're all about the capitalistic mindset this year. I'm so not doing my taxes. <laughs> Another thing I'm not grateful for, taxes, all right? Like, fucking just dodge him. It's not that difficult. Like, ask Trump how he does it, bro. Like, it's chill. He, you, he can, you can figure it out. Like, just grow a pair and just, you know, look up, like, all the tax evasion things and do it. Fuck it. This is the year we take the power back from the man. We're the people. So let's fucking do it. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Power to the people. Fuck the man. Fuck the dudes in office. We're taking our liberty back. Go, Go you. Yeah. But don't be doing it like the people who stormed the Capitol. I had to. 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 It happened yesterday. It, happened yesterday. it just happened yesterday. Yeah. It was the 6th. I, I actually don't feel equipped to like introduce the story fully in, de in detail. But I mean, people stormed Congress and... And and I mean okay okay I, this is a couple I've I've seen a couple of reactions on Instagram, um, of different people reacting to this kind of stuff at different takes. Um, but there's this one that I really feel like resonates. We see this shit go down in the states, and right and 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 you look at how um it's gone down like people fucking rushed a government building, China trying to stop Joe Biden from getting elected. Like like this is. So nice. This is like so like if the, if this happened in any other country that wasn't the West, like the traditional West, we, you'd be ta you'd be talking about revolution right now. You'd be talking about like, yeah, you'd be talking about like Real shit. insane shit. Like, but because it's a something was co with consequence. Like we're talking about this, like it's a speed bump. Like it was just an incident. It's getting memed. It's getting memed. People died. This yeah. this is serious stuff. And and, and nobody. I, and 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 I want to talk about like the West's coverage of this. It's it's ridiculous. It's it's so biased, and it. I'm I'm not even gonna get on the, the entire woke West thing, but but I mean it's it's a situation people need to look into, and and yeah, man. Man, honestly, like okay, one thing we said, I think we set up without really saying it, but like in this podcast, we said we're not gonna get political yeah, or get. Wanna yeah, we want to be like we don't want to get mean, political because like everybody's got. But like I want to do a small like we'll go back to like me not being grateful about a lot of things, yeah. but like this one is you know since like, this well, is I, like I, this is the big J journalism yeah, thing. So 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 like okay so the way I feel about it is that. Um, it just, what just happened today just gave so much more validity to all the protests for BLM yeah, that happened yeah. during the summer. Because I'm, 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 I'm going to be like completely honest yeah, here. Yeah. So I've been watching the NFL since like, what, 2016? So I was very much in the news when the Colin Kaepernick thing happened in 2016. And I'm going to give like my actual opinion as an 
when I was 18, like at that point, what I felt, I always felt, yeah, like what they're doing is for the right cause. But I always did like I had this wrong thought, right, that lasted for a couple of years, which was what's it good? Like, like, yeah, sure. Like you're fighting for the right cause. But how's kneeling during the anthem ever going to help? Mm -hmm. Right. How is a peaceful protest ever going to help? Right. I always felt like it didn't serve any like any purpose. And I was wrong because, but but you know why I'm thankful for having had that thought? Because when the BLM protests happened this year and they were way less peaceful, like, you know how, like, some people had this thought and I, this, wait, like, wait, this... Wait, you said way less peaceful, you, I think you need to clarify. Like, no, the, the BLM protests, the protests in 2020 were less peaceful. Like, yeah. they, you had riots, you had yeah. the, the whole, like, Capitol Hill Independence thing. And one thing, like, yeah, like... Yeah, no, no, no. It was way less peaceful, like, because people actually committed to rioting and protesting and everything. Whereas before it was just like, yes, yeah, stand, don't stand for the anthem. And one thing, what that helped me to, to think of was that when it happened, I couldn't say, oh, they jumped immediately to, like, the aggressive, uh, the aggression, whatever, which a lot of people on social media I've seen have made that point. Oh, you can protest peacefully. And it's like, no, they did. They did four years ago and nobody listened. So now there is no other way to go around it. And that... And so for a long for a long time the backlash from the right wing was that yeah we don't do this us like it's just leftists just always protesting and like you know ruining stuff well i guess you're proven wrong and uh with what what happened today and yesterday you're you're proven wrong and this just added so much more credibility and, and to every single riot and protest that happened in 2020 because at least at least it was done. For, it was done for like an ethical cause. This one is just done for a political cause. And so, at the very least, they gave so much more credibility, and so many people who would not shut up, okay, yeah. in 2020 about how it was wrong to protest. Yeah. A lot of people right now don't have a thing to say, and yeah. they're really so. I so like I said, I don't want to get too political, but to those people, I really want you to keep that same energy right now, the same energy you kept when you criticized what happened in uh, in in Milwaukee in uh, what was it August. Keep that same energy right now. We'll see how you feel about it. Yeah. Um, I won't. Damn. I, I, I don't know how to bounce back from that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I wanted to say, in regards to this stuff, it also does, uh, does again, you were saying, gives credibility to the protests that have happened in 2020 and the movements that have uh, put tried to put their voice out there and their causes uh, be heard and, and ch enact change, really. Um, in this case, you saw pro-Trump supporters go go way past what any other group had done all year long, this right? Like this this goes past anything that's happened this year. Like this this breach of of security and and what they've put at stake by doing this is is is, is, is insane. It's it's absolutely past the the bounds of 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 reason, yeah. right? And and you see the reaction. Um, that, that the immediate reaction of what that was like pro-Trump supporters and you see like basically no like, like that situation went by like it was nothing mm -hmm. they were tr they, they they went in there today I was looking on social media and I found like photos of them inside hanging from like banners and stuff mm -hmm. like this is this is what people don't realize how the embedded racism up. it's fucked up it's fucked up like I, I can't even begin to get on every point that needs to be brought up about this but truly like go do your research, listen to people talk about this, because really, it's fucking, it's fucked. Well, honestly, listen here. I, I wanted to talk about 
little something here. Like I was going to, when I was doing the whole, I'm so not grateful for, I yeah. knew that my last point was going to be at least a serious one. And it's the one, like one thing I'm not grateful for in 2021 is bias. So, um, not really, uh, yeah, I guess it's bias. I'll, I have a complete, I have, I have, I have a take, I have a take. No, no, here's the thing is like, I have, I have a take that I want to leave for later episodes because I'm not completely comfortable displaying. Uh, yeah, it's about bias, but it's too, so I'm, I'm just going to make like a short thing. So are you like, do you know anything about Pareto efficiency? Pareto efficiency. I've heard the term, I don't know. <laughs> so you're not really aware of what it is, right? So for the people who don't know what Pareto efficiency in welfare economics, um, it's Pareto efficiency, uh, Making something more Pareto efficient means that you take one group and you make their situation better without necessarily impeding on every single other, without making anybody else worse, right? So like in this case, for example, the government is going to subsidize and give like, for example, 10 euros. You have 100, I have 90, right? The government gives me 10, right? And so we're 100, 100. So you don't come out of the situation having lost anything, right? That's making it more Pareto efficient. Making it less Pareto efficient, for example, would be like the government doesn't have anything and so takes 10 from you and gives them to me, right? Like in the process of me getting better and uplifting my situation, yours got us a little worse. And I know this is not the most educated thing. Like I'm, I'm not even American, so what, who am I to say anything about American politics? But they're pretty displayed on social media and at least they're displayed and exposed enough for us to have a vague idea. And what I believe is at the core of these dumb, dumb, dumb reactions, for example, the thing in Capitol Hill, everything, is that the thing, I feel like the way I look at it, fighting for a minority is just a form of Pareto efficiency. It's the fact that you try to make their life easier will not impede on the majority's life, right? Like making life, when people say, well, like when black people say like, police brutality is a thing making sure that police brutality does not happen to black people does not inherently makes the police brutality happen more to white people it does not decrease the average level of um life uh, like good stuff in life for for it, it doesn't have any negative effect exactly that's what i was saying about Pareto efficiency i feel like really at its core the people that are so against those pro protests in 2020. And I think I can make the assumption that those very same people are the people who are raiding Capitol Hill right now, right? I feel like they don't believe in that. I feel like they don't believe in that whole Pareto efficiency. That's that's the take I, I, I wanted to like discuss is that I feel like those people think that by inherently making another class of people better, they're making themselves worse, which is honestly not true. Right? It's not true. Like, making life easier for a minority will not inherently make white people's lives worse in America. It just makes the other people better, right? And that's 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 the progressive take, right, on society. You want to make everybody better, but, like, there's clearly people who have an advantage, and you're not really putting them at a disadvantage by helping no. those who aren't. I think they don't believe in that. I think those people believe that helping other groups inherently makes their group and it, dis it puts their group in a disadvantage, or at least it, it puts them in a position that's weaker than the one they were, uh, the, w the one they are in right now. And uh, you can fully see that bias appear in his, then their, that bias appear in those actions mm -hmm. and that support because it's bordering on 
fanaticism at this stage, I think. Um, at least that's the cover, the news coverage. That's what it looks like. These guys are full on fanatics. Yeah. They're going at it big time, and uh, it's it's crazy. I mean, bro, you take this scenario, you plug it in any other country, yeah. <laughs> you plug it in Tunisia. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it's gonna. We'll see how it's gonna happen. Like, actually, you know what? Plug it in Tunisia. You know what happened? Twenty eleven happened. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, the Arab Spring right, happened. Exactly. exactly. Like, if, if if you're talking about plugging this situation into anywhere else in the world, you're talking about Western countries talking about intervening. Mm -hmm. That's the, this is the kind of situation you're looking at. Like, the coverage of this stuff does not actually cover what this represents. But like, I I want to go back to um what you were saying about um another group getting what they want and 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 the group these this group of people not losing anything that they already have um i think it speaks to like their mentality it's like very individualist like they it's I, I i yeah and if you're talking about capitalism like a, a thing that dominates that mindset is like scarcity these people think that like things are running out and if other people start getting their stuff they're going to run out of their uh, their rights they're going to lose their stuff mm -hmm. and so essentially they just don't want to share. They don't want to lose anything that they have. And because of that mindset that like dominates them, they can't let go of it and they can't let anyone else have it. But the scale where this is gone right now is unbelievable. It's, un it's unbelievable to like, see. Like, okay, ago, okay. Actually, just like, get closer ago, here. Cause like, like three years ago, I would have never believed this would have happened. Like that's in like, the I would, you would never, you could never fathom the idea that people will storm into like Washington instability in and, the West. and like, just look at the police and just go at it yeah. and just fucking raid Capitol Hill like that's I don't think people realize how crazy that it like that that is a crazy 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 thought and it's happening and I feel like we're not even that shocked or at least the media that goes to show really it's we're the bias it's, it's yeah it's like 2020 like we I guess we got normalized to a lot of things. This is not supposed to be one of the things we feel normal about. Like, this is fucking crazy. I feel like we've said crazy enough times. Yeah, people same, get it. Yeah, same. Yeah. They, they re I mean, I think people should get it at this point, but um, all, all this stuff is like worth actually looking into, getting informed like way past like what we can say here. I think, I think our role in this is just kind of trying to clarify different, different factors that have played into this and, and how kind of remarkable the situation is and it, it, it just really deserves to be looked into like i don't i don't really I mean, know what to say about it like like looking at look at looking at the united states being a politically unstable country yes. is 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 like beyond our like imagination That's not what we were raised on. no like we were like supposed to be the like countries that were supposed exactly to be politically like unstable like exactly like right now i was thinking about this today i'm looking at London going back into lockdown, tier five lockdown now, right? We went from three to four, which I don't know what four was. Now I have no idea what five is, but tier five lockdown. You're looking at the, everything that's happening in the States. And you, I, I was thinking about, dude, I'd rather be in the Middle East right now. Like, I'd rather be back home. Like, that feels like such a safer place to be right now. And the thought that the the places that we aspired to be in, to, to change our lives, to manage to live in the West. And now we're looking at the West failing yeah it's it's different weird. it's fucking weird for us to see this change of this fucking transition and not necessarily that it isn't tra that it is a transition you know like you see shit we're talking about hollywood imploding right like we can't say that anything is actually going to change that anything is this is going to move towards anything else i mean people can like 
covering this like it was nothing really like it just happened like four four pe- four people died um or as far as i know four people died and it like it was nothing and and i i just don't know it's we we should you, you might be talking about a, a real transition in the world that we've never considered or even thought of like way past our imagination yeah for example one thing i want to say yeah. and it's uh i mean like yeah it's it's more of a joke than anything but like and like it's uh, it's it's a testament to how fucked up the situation is twitter during the election just putting that little disclaimer note af- like under every tweet that trump made like people i don't think like i was talking to a friend last time and i was telling him like i don't think people get how funny that 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 is that a public company uh, like a private company would just look at the guy who's supposedly the most powerful man in the world right yeah. and every statement he makes they're like cap yeah, cap, <laughs> cap. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah like sources like like yeah yeah like this is not factual like i don't think people facebook get just, facebook, just facebook just banned him and i just saw i just saw a message like big j journalism again i just saw a message about how he's gonna get permanently banned from twitter if he keeps talking shit and that's like that's so crazy that's so fucking crazy that Twitter would just look at the president of the United States and be like, nah, he capping, he tripping. That's, and like, like we, we, like, it's funny. Like, first of all, I'll say it, it's fucking hilarious. The way, the way, like, they intervene, it might as well just be a meme at this stage. But just the level of fucked up this has to be. Like, we, we were looking, like, if you told me, Seven years ago, Twitter is just gonna call cap on everything Obama says. You'd be like, yeah, on the president of the United States. You're like, come on, man. Like that's 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 gotta be, that's like you're like no fucking way. There's no way this happens. This is, it's a scenario straight out of Black Mirror, right? You wouldn't expect it, but it is happening, and um, it feels like we're okay with that, right? Like we we just accepted that Trump gets called out on his lies by. A Silicon Valley progressist private company. private company and we're just completely normal and we're like hell yeah brother like he capping <laughs> like we're just following like we, we we basically meme the hell out of that where is the world going I don't know but I do know something about the world that I'm also not grateful for <laughs> like I think we've said our fair share about the whole Capitol Hill incident yeah yeah no, um, definitely I just wanted to uh, this, 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 uh, this is for the like actually this isn't like to not get canceled or anything i just i realized that uh i'd mentioned people dying several times as if that made that's what made the situation uh serious or anything that's not what i was implying at all that's kind of all i wanted to clarify um but i just mean like yeah no i think we've covered enough about this yeah. this the whole thing honestly like this isn't the place that you're you're coming to uh for this kind of <laughs> for your and you shouldn't be coming here for your political opinions either uh we don't we don't we don't, we don't we're, do we're not we don't do politics we're not here to inform you about that specifically but i mean we will tell you what to go look for so yeah no go do that but let's move on to something else man like (laughs) bounce back okay um well if we keep in the whole big j journalism thing um yeah bro kanye and kim dude oh my lord oh my lord Lord. i'm telling you now man like you have this whole thing that you i got on kanye for the this year this 2020 has been a whole experience and I've like gone to appreciate exactly like the whole bullish thing has been Kanye. It's been all about like being follow God, follow God energy. Like you want to be like on top of everything on it, like winning. at all times winning. 
always. And so Aziz introduced Kanye as like he after I'd appreciated what Kanye was. He said Kanye was meant. He was destined to be the guy to like bag Kim Kardashian to like marry and, and like lock her lock her down, right? Sure, I, absolutely. That, that's made total sense. Like Kim and Kanye makes so much sense to me. Yeah. Who's gonna bag her? Kanye. Kanye. I saw this this old photo of them recently. All wholesome. I was like, dude, this makes so much sense. And now you see this happen. Tragic. I don't even know what's happening behind the scenes. And honestly, like in the I love tea kind of way, I'd love to know what was happening, man. Like I need to know what's happening behind the scenes. And I can't wait for that fucking that that breakup yeah. album. Oof. It's gonna be like let's boring. let's be fair. Let's be fair. We've been waiting for this, absolutely. right? Like we've been waiting for that album. Yeah, like for example, like what's his name? Future got dumped by Lori Harvey. Yeah. And I was just yeah, a while ago. And I'm and every every ever since then I was like, when's the album coming out? Like when's when when's the when's the date of the day I can listen to music that's completely toxic and still say that no it's just about discussing my feelings, right? That's that's my that's what future is about and we didn't get that so clearly future is procrastinating good old hendrix is really pro procrastinating but kendrick oh yeah yeah but i'm not even gonna start the whole kendrick thing but what i will say is now that kim and kanye they're done bro um best album best rap album since uh what life of pablo <laughs> that's what it's gonna be or are we gonna go like further and say like best rap album since the carter three like they, 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 there's there's chance there's a chance this is gonna be killer, Lil Wayne. Oh my god! Okay, see this is the thing I don't get the Lord the the the, the Lil Wayne fandom, especially in Abu Dhabi. I don't get like why that's a niche thing. It's a People, is it a feel? I don't really know, but like I don't get the whole Lil Wayne. I saw a, a clip of him recently, which was dope. He was talking about like coming. Is he happy that he came up tw ten or tw twenty years ago and not coming up today? And he talked about like people having to like get off their asses and buy his CDs. Mad fucking respect. That dude looks cool as hell but i don't get the little wayne hype uh, i mean yeah sure sure i i i, I, I kind of fuck with that take by the way like i'm like i get i get you ever um i have like the perfect analogy i guess for you it would be you would ever look at a movie like the godfather and you're like this is objectively great sure. but i'll fuck with it like i can't sit there and watch like three hours of film like interstellar same thing for me it's interstellar it's like i can't stand watching that fucking movie but I can objectively say this is a good movie, right? Just not for me, right? <laughs> Just could not be me. I couldn't sit there. Like a couple of people who think like that's their favorite movie of all time. And I'm like, just watch a bit more movies, man. Just help yourself. Treat yourself to some, I don't know, treat yourself to some Bong Joon-ho. <laughs> treat yourself to some Bong Joon-ho. Anyway. So I was saying, so it's the same thing for Lil Wayne. Like I don't, I don't fucking listen to Lil Wayne by myself, but like I get Lil Wayne being great. Okay, what I was saying is, Kanye's gonna drop some mad heat. This is gonna be next level. This is good. I can't, I can't. Like I, I wish they, they, I, I wish he dumped his ass way, way before just so we could get that masterpiece. Cause that's that's it. Like he's one piece away from immortality, right? He's one piece away. Look, guys. By the way, um. The whole notion is separate the artist from the art, right? Okay, so Kanye, we, we're not even going to get about anything Kanye does in his life. His music is killer. Like, he's, he's the GOAT. He's the GOAT, right? And that he's the GOAT in my take, in my opinion. So I'm just saying he's one piece away from, like, being the undisputed greatest artist ever, in my opinion, right? Like, he'll beat anybody. So please, man, like, 
Don't procrastinate. Like, she dumped your ass. It's time to write a diss track on her, right? Get Kid Cudi on there. Like, get Kid Cudi, get Kendrick, get J. Cole, get Jay-Z. Let's, let's, let's go back to that, like, Watch the Throne 2011. Get Nikki. Get Nikki. She gets in a trance, you know? Like, you know when Nikki starts delivering bars, like, in Monster? And she's just like, <laughs> like she's she's completely shaking and everything. And you're like, this is crazy, but like, fuck, bars, bars. Can't do anything about it. Anyway, please get those. Get your all-star squad and just deliver something, Kanye, man. 2021, we need that. We need you. See, this is what I'm saying, right? Like, like I, I think uh, since Kanye got with Kim, we've gotten used to a certain Kanye Crazy right like not necessarily no no <laughs> sure okay it's been it's been it's been, there, there's been the bipolar kanye but i just mean like the kanye who's with kim you know like that's the stage of his life he's in right and the music that he was making didn't necessarily reflect that but was reflective of like the state in his life right all of a sudden this is a whole new fucking phase of kanye we're about to explore and it's just gonna be i'm hoping exceptional and i mean no one kanye hell yeah bro <laughs> he's gonna fucking kill and i can't wait just don't disappoint us, man. We've been like hyping you up yeah. long enough. Just don't, don't, like, don't fuck us up. All right. Anyway, so I guess now we just made that transition about real, uh, like less real shit. Want to know what something I'm really not grateful for? What? Hmm. What? Extended families. What? <laughs> I love extended no, 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 no. Listen here. Listen. Let me let me preface this first, cause I got family members listening, and to you guys, real OGs, keep it up. We love you. You keep it up, fam. We're not talking. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking. So for me, when I think extended families, I'm not talking about your usual auntie or uncle or cousin. None of those. I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about, first of all, if you're listening, chances are you're Arab like me. So chances are back home, you got you got some real baggage. OK, <laughs> like you left with a whole lot of baggage. Right. Like you have some people there that you're like, OK, we're not really related. Like if you have to show them to other people, you you, you kind of feel bad about it. And not to discriminate on anyone or whatever. It's just like I have some people ex- in my family. There are people I want, I'd rather avoid. There are people I don't. OK, I'll set it up this way. So when we went. um, So, for example. OK, when was this? So 2011, there is the Arab Spring. I'm I left uh, Tunisia to Abu Dhabi in 2008. Right. So every summer I would go. Right. After the Arab Spring, I didn't go for a while, right? So the crucial, crucial part of my character development, yeah. aka 13 to 18, yeah. how I wasn't, I didn't get any contact with Tunisia, right? Yeah. Like I would just call my, my grandparents would come by, like I'd have some uncles come into Abu Dhabi, but I wouldn't have that rustic, authentic yeah. Tunisia feel, right? And so I went there after the baccalaureate 2016 saw the family, and I was like, man, this is such a blessing. 2017 rolls around, I just finished my first year of uni, and my cousin slash my best friend growing up, like, inseparable, shout out Luai, love you, brother. Um, so he passed his baccalaureate that year, and so they had the ceremony, right? At, t- at his house, his parents set up, like, this amazing, like, whole thing, right? Yeah. Ceremony. I feel like I'm doing the Trump here. Just the best people. Just the best. Like the best ceremony. <laughs> right? <laughs> so not doing that. Just actually whatever. Fuck it. Okay. So anyway, like it was a great, great, great thing. Like they had, there was a buffet and everything. And probably like 250 people. 
among them, like 200 were from my family, right? And I know about, yeah, I know about like a solid 80 piece, right? Like those are the homies. Those are, I'm tight with, I know them, right? By name. The other 120 men, like, I'll be damned. I don't know who you are, okay? But, and especially, I wasn't raised there. Like, I was raised, sure, all the way up until I was 10, but not after that. And so I had to, you know, go through a couple of those awkward moments. Oh, Aziz, hi, whatever. And, you know, you got to say hi. And and they always ask you the question, do you even know who I am? And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Um, could you please, like... Yeah, super awkward, right? And and generally speaking, they're super nice about it, right? They understand. Not the same vibe, right? There is this lady who is so, so, so distant from me, okay? Like, bro, zero... Like, we have... Like, you know how, like, the closer you get in incest, the more chances the offspring... No, no, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, like the closer you get in incest, it's like genetic. The the more likely it is for the offspring to have genetic deficiencies, right? Like that line of family and me would not like he would have zero issues. The kid, the offspring would have zero issues. Like there's no chance. We're so far away from each other. Genetically speaking, we're we're barely. We don't look the same. We don't we don't speak the same. I don't think we speak the same language at this stage. Anyhow. Yeah. She's like 105 going on 300, okay? Old as shit, old, older than Tunisia, okay? And I just go there and, you know, she's sitting... And she's like part of the family that, like, we kind of avoid. Like, I didn't know that, but, like, on my parents' side, they're like, we don't fuck with this. We don't fuck with this area of the family, right? Like, there is no need for you to know them. <laughs> we all have that. It, like I'm saying, it's the baggage. We all have some baggage back home. Yeah. This is my baggage. And if they're hearing this, well, I just want you to know that you are actually the baggage. So suck it up. Like, get better. Get good, noob. Anyhow, <laughs> I'm angry. I'm telling you. I'm telling you I woke up felt felt dangerous this morning. So this lady, like I said, this mummy, I just go to see. I just go to say hi, you know. Just kiss her. Hi, how are you doing? And uh, she's like, do you even know who I am? And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Um, you know, I haven't been in the country for like five years. I wasn't really raised here. So I hope you don't take offense to that. But she does. And she gets mad. And she starts like, huh, he doesn't know anything about his family. Shame. What a shame. His parents didn't raise him right. My mom's... Yeah, I don't know why I'm doing that. <laughs> nice cock. <laughs> that, that anime, the Sonic, right? <laughs> nice cock no but like she was like of course she, she doesn't even speak, speak English so whatever but anyway like she was oh what a shame my grandma's sitting right next to her and my mom is right next to her the audacity of her to speak like like first of all my grandma looked at her like, and first thing she told her dude you're not allowed to talk to him like that and she's like well I'm his dad's aunt sister whatever I don't fucking know like some real distant shit she's like and my grandma told her, like, oh, yeah, he's my grandson. Like, we're, we're, we're not the same, all right? Like, check yourself. Check your ego at the door, okay? And she still kept on complaining. And so I was like, man, if I had any, any level of disrespect that day, if I felt real dangerous the way I feel right now, yeah. I'd be like, listen here, you old hag. You have no, no point to make to me, okay? First, 
you should be grateful that I said hi. Second of all, here's the thing about family back home. Y'all are the same, okay? Like, um, this is not a diss, but like when you get in a room to see all your, your extended family yeah. and you have to say hi to every single one of them and it feels like it's the pre you're the president of the United States, like, hi, hi, hi. Like, they're all the same human being just at different time, like d different ages, right? Like, if you, if I take like the average Tunisian woman from a middle background, you know, economic point, like, and, and, like financial back, like Adi, like average, right? And I, like, I try to map out her life from zero to 90 and I put plot like different points along that line. Like that's okay. You encompass my cousin, my aunt, um, her kids, uh, my grand, like it's the same woman, just at a different level of her life, right? Like, so every time they ask me the same question when I get in the room, so, oh, Aziz, like, when are you getting married? Haha, <laughs> you know? I'm like, I already asked, answered this question to like you, but younger, you know, which is your daughter. Like, there's no point in me repeating the same answer. It's always going to be the same awkward, haha, <laughs> you know, like, I got to finish my studies. Hmm? Exactly. It's the same. It's the same person. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's the same vibe. They're all the same energy, the same questions, always the same. Haha, ha, when are you getting married then? Right. And I'm like, bruh, 22, just wait and chill. Right. At some point, my answer becomes dull. Like it's always. And also another question they always ask. I'm snapping because like I got hella, hella anger in my heart, man. And I'm about to unleash. I'm not even halfway done. Here's another thing. They always ask the same other question, which is, so which one do you prefer, London or Tunisia? Sure. Like Abu Dhabi or Tunisia? Okay. As if like it's their way of seeking validation. Like, <laughs> like oh yeah, we're, we, we, like what you have abroad, we have it, but better. Chill, bro. It's fine. I love my home country more than anything. I'm Tunisian. I feel Tunisian. Everything about me screams Tunisian, okay? There's not one day in my life I'm going to pass as, oh, you know what? He looks Maltese or Italian. Like, I'm. Not, it's never going to work. I'm never going to pass as a British dude. I'm never going to pass as an Italian, as a Polish. It doesn't matter. I'm always going to be Tunisian. So there's no point in you, like, hearing that validation. Like, yeah, man, Tunisia's better. All right, cool. Sure. Like... Oh, you know, and they always do it about the dumbest stuff. Like you go have a burger there and you're like, oh, that shit is tasty. You're like, ah, our burgers are better than those in London, right? Bro, just let me fucking enjoy this burger and stop comparing, all right? That's such a toxic behavior. Another thing, man. In Tunisia, we have this stigma about people who go abroad, right? Yeah. Oh, exactly. Like in, Arab, in North African countries, I feel like it's this whole prevalent thing that if you go, if you go live outside, right? You're not a homer, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And in Tunisia, exactly. In Tunisia, we have like Muatinina Bukharish. I just had to drop it in Arabic because, like, you know, rub the culture a little bit. You thought I didn't speak Arabic, huh? <laughs> See, like, yeah, this this is the year of multiculturalism. I'm flexing. But what I'm saying is that what, like, what I said in Arabic, by the way, means like our citizens abroad. And there's always this notion that, like, you're preppy. You're loaded yeah. and you never ever had hardship in your life, which is so not true, by the way. I just want to state that. But second of all, like there's this stigma about the like, you know, having money and coming from abroad when when you when you're back home of people thinking that your life is so easy and you can buy anything that 
money can buy like right and so you get a nice shirt and like oh look at him it's like mr preppy mr preppy uh broad kid whatever uh he has like this louis vuitton bag whatever i don't even have a fucking louis vuitton bag i just wanted to like use an example but i just have one thing to say like this whole arab tough guy first of all that this personality does not scale second of all if you can treat yourself treat yourself and third those people that complain are the same people that will buy the most overly priced polo or Ralph Lauren t-shirt, okay? And that will splash an entire salary on Cristiano Ronaldo's latest shoes, okay? Every single time, like, I never had cleats like yours, man. I never had, like, the Cristiano Ronaldo boots. You do. So stop acting like you're at a disadvantage because it's not the case. I'm fed up. I, I got like, like I said, I'm upset, right? And I'm so not grateful for that. So to to all like my family, I love you guys, but like to the extended family that will never see the daylight, like my friends will never discover. You're there's a reason why you you guys will always be in my mental closet. I'm never showing you to anybody. <laughs> so take that L and just get better, okay? Goddamn, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not dishing out any else towards my family, dude. I love all my family. Like. I'm not See, it's not about love. I know. I get that. Like the family that you don't know. That's the problem. I'm oh, talking about the family you don't know. You're not supposed to I, know. I'm so unaware of. I'm so unaware of like extended, extended family, right? Like anyone who's like past a second cousin, I can't remember. Um, I no, no, like I totally get it. Like you saying the whole thing about them just being the same person at different stages of their life. I get that, but I feel like that's totally on you, though. Like it's 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 like you give them all the same respect because you, that's the value that they like have on your life, and so you don't give them the time of day to like you don't even you're like you don't even give a shit to like know who the fuck they are. Like this is what I'm saying. Like it's on you, honestly. No, man. Listen, I love I love my family. Like every time I get every time no 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 like quick disclaimer like I really actually do like I'm actually a family guy and one thing you I, I love that you mentioned that in the previous podcast about how it's a move it's a move to talk about like how tight you are with your family and in that regard I am super tight with my family you know how I am with my parents my brother my sister like super tight and so the extended part oh man like the the, the first degree extended so aunts uncles cousins oh super tight with them fucking love them to death but once we were moved to that second third degree like bro check your ego at the door you don't matter that much to me and i will stand by that statement i will live and die by that statement so just eat it but now that we brought up the whole it's a move the last one of the actually one of the last things i wanted to uh, talk about was um i got i got a whole lot of things i'm still not grateful for uh -huh. for example the fact that as a muzzy um I always feel uncomfortable around Peter. <laughs> like one thing I always felt like for some reason or another, because we kill one, one sheep a year for aid. Another Arabic word. See, flexing the cult. Aid. Let's go. Let's go. Right. You thought this was English only, right? <laughs> anyway, because we slaughter one, one piece of meat a year. I always feel like when I see an ad for pizza, like a, like for animal rights, I feel I feel like I'm the op. <laughs> I feel like it's me versus pizza for the sake of animal cruelty, where it's not the case, right? Like I don't I don't mistreat animals or anything, but like I kind of feel bad every time I see a pizza. I, I get uncomfortable, you know, like how when you do something wrong and you see an ad about it, you kind of like like. 
like you know when as a kid like your parents do that talk about masturbation and you feel kind of weird to make eye contact you know while i'm masturbating <laughs> <laughs> no man <laughs> no <laughs> no I, I was saying like when they give you that talk the first time you kind of feel weird about it right like when they when like they give you the first talk about contraception such a long time i thought my mom did not was drinking off <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna like get into specifics about this but like when you're a kid and you start figuring out your body you think you're being sly and slick with it so everyone fucking knows what's happening man that hour-long shower that bill you're running up nah bro they notice bro your dad's been paying for that bill bro like trust <laughs> like all that toilet paper all that like tissue yeah, in your like in, in that trash can like under your desk Trust me, your mom knows it's not because you're crying. Yeah. Or maybe you are, I don't know. Like, And if you are, and if you are, like, I hope you no, feel wait, better about yourself. No, wait, but like, actually, yeah. Actually, no, no, wait, wait. Actually, this one time, uh, I think I might have been like 15, 16, maybe. I, I was old enough to like, uh, to, no, no, I was old enough to like, um, get get dissed by my dad, right? Like, like in a, in, a, in a bad way. But like this one night, I was feeling bad and I'd cried. This is the thing about this whole story, right? I was crying. So tissues in my little bin right next to my bed and my mom is away for a couple of days so my dad wakes me up for school i swear to god dude he just wakes me up and he's like oh had fun last night and i'm like dude <laughs> eat my ass bro like for real i was feeling like shit and he just comes in with the sliced comment like fucking top of the morning i hate like the energy like okay i'm not even gonna talk about like relating these two things but no man. no that's we're uh, not sly like, like we're, you're not we're sly, not sly yeah you're not sly as a kid yeah, no. but um yeah, but anyway, so like, just, okay, so just in general, like, okay, yeah, you're not that sly, and so they know, and you feel like, oh, I'm about to get caught. You know when they give you that first talk, right, about masturbation, whatever, and so you can't keep eye contact. That's my feeling every time I see an ad about pita. I just, I get uncomfortable. I can't keep eye contact. I'm like, I feel like I'm, I did something wrong, but I didn't, yeah. all right? I'm not the op, okay? I'm not slaughtering millions of chicken, okay? <laughs> like, I'm not doing anything. I just... Like in, in fact, we the only offering we give a year, we do it clean, right? Like, yeah, yeah painless the for the animal. The whole the whole point of halal is like for the for the animal to not feel pain, right? But some way somehow, no, that's bro. how you feel. Like every time you go buy lamb at the supermarket, like you always feel like if there was a racist dude next to you, he's like, oh, you didn't have enough from killing that one animal, <laughs> and then like, I always feel uncomfortable. I told you. I mostly feel like the op, like vegans. <laughs> Like, like you do feel like the elf walking around the street. You feel like people looking at you like they want it. Oh, look at <laughs> like, like, right? Like, like, I'm not going to lie. I look at Extinction, Extinction Rebellion. Like, I, I will do my part for the environment, right? Like, give me a good a good initiative to back up. I'll back it up, right? Like, give me a, a, a focused initiative to back up. I'll back it up, right? I'll do my part, whatever. But, like, when Extinction Rebellion is, is doing their whole promo and, like, trying to incentivize people to, like, be all for the world the earth i'm like yeah man sure hell yeah but i feel fucking dissed because i'm not doing my i don't recycle i do shit bro 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 speaking of the op walking around facing extinction rebellion you're yeah 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 yeah, yeah. we like we, we it was on site us and extinction rebellion so back when i was so basically the way it happened i went through an undergrad degree three years at imperial took a gap year and then came back this year. And so that right before that gap year, when I, before I graduated, it felt like it's my uh, farewell tour, right? And so during that farewell tour, so circa what, September 2019, 
Yeah, September 2019. Like me and Yusuf were walking around, um, and we sat by the statue of uh, Eros, whatever. Like this, the, the, yeah, the statue at Piccadilly Circus in the center of London. And so, like, it's think of it like it's our version of like you know grabbing a slice by the Met. It's you like, know, it's like imagine imagine a fountain. It's like you have steps around a fountain. We're just sitting on those steps. That's pretty much. Okay, it. so we're sitting there. You know, um, I think everybody knows. I'm, I I do smoke cigarettes, and uh, I mean. Yeah, bad habit, bro. Let's knock it off. This year, I'm quitting. I, I want the podcast audience to check me out on this. Like, check me on this. Like, yeah. Like, keep me humble. Ask me every now and then, are you smoking? Anyway, so I was having my cigarette by Figadilla Circus. You were around. And then this whole fucking, I wouldn't protest comes from nowhere. And it's people with the whole Extinction Rebellion flag and everything. And they start circling around. They circle around the statue. And the first thing you think is like, okay, this is a bonfire. They're about to sacrifice us, right? <laughs> like this, this very much looks like I'm in the middle of a KKK meeting. Like this is like the Grand Wizard is about to sacrifice me, right? Because like they're circling around and like everybody left, but we're in the middle. Just me and Yusuf. And we're like super awkward about it. Like what are we supposed to do? I'm still, I still have my cigarette in hand. And this lady comes and starts talking to us about the environment. And you best believe I felt so dumb saying, yeah, yeah, man, we should totally help the environment. I totally agree with you while smoking, while still having that cigarette bud in my hand. And so the one thing I was thinking, I remember I told Yusuf immediately after she gave us that sticker, which I put on my phone. I was like, oh, yeah, good for the government. Yeah, no government environment. Like, cool. Uh, the one thing I told him was, where am I supposed to toss that cigarette butt right now? Because if I toss it on on the floor, she's gonna look at you I'm gonna she's gonna end me, right? She's just ending my yeah. life, right? That this is the conclusion. This is, this is the re rebel. Ex <laughs> so corny. Thanks, man. You could have just let it slide. I couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah. So, so like one thing, I don't throw cigarette butts on the ground because, um, first of all, I do it for the environment. Actually, that no cap. I actually do it for the environment. I never. I would like. I would just hold the cigarette butt until the cigarette's done, and then toss it in the bin, the first bin that I see. Right. Like when you finish your cigarette, there's like the cigarette butt that you didn't, and you don't throw it away. You just wait till you see a bin. There's like this whole thing where you throw it. Like in, it's everywhere across London. And I like. I know a friend who like didn't do that and got caught by the police, like, got caught in 4K once and had to pay that good old 60-pound fine. But, like, in, all, in London, people don't give a shit. Like, I, I saw this joke Louis C.K. made a while ago, and it was, like, people were talking to him about the environment, and he was in New York because he threw something on the ground. He was like, dude, this is not the environment. This is New York. Like, this is a dumpster. And, like, London is a dumpster. But you know what's not a dumpster? Soul. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. The segue has... Has validity because when I was trying to quit when I went to Seoul, right? And so I wasn't smoking or anything. But generally speaking, when I'm in London, I see everybody tossing everything on the ground, right? Like people don't actually give a shit, including cigarette buds. Well, when I was in Seoul, right, I, I was passing by, I remember, and I saw like people like, you know, exiting their work, whatever, just to have a cigarette outside. And one thing, like I had two thoughts in mind. One was like, man, I wish I had that right now. But like, nah, I'm quitting, right? Committing. You can see where that landed me. And two, I was like, these dudes are educated. Because I see them after they finish the cigarette, they're willing to walk the extra 100 meter to the bin to actually throw their buds. And I was like, that's sick. Let's do that more often. Or let's quit smoking. Do you know, do you know, one, thing, do you know one thing I really like? 
one of those like uh, country quirks. The whole thing about Singapore not having chewing gum. That's kind of fucking sick, man. Like I like I I've been to Singapore and I I remembered not being able to get gum there. Kind of, that kind of sucked as a feeling, but I mean it's it's not like a life altering thing, obviously. Yeah, but, but a city not having gum, that's a life that's a life altering thing. Like imagine going into the tube and like okay pre COVID times like you'd be touching shit and stuff, right? Imagine you like accidentally put your hand under that seat oh, and you get the gum. Class, oh, in, like, class. in class is the part where like okay look I would hate it when I would hit the gum in class but i'm not gonna lie i always used to stick my gun under tables i used to do it under chairs like on purpose so people would get no, their shit just wait, just oh no no I, uh, to me it really wasn't about waiting it's just people really considered me to be a nice guy so it could never be me so you i could afford so i could afford exactly so i could afford to like do that so i'd be sticking gum under like i've never said <laughs> like i've never admitted this to anyone but like i used to stick gum under like so many chairs in like middle school and high school um and never got caught for it yeah, pretty much. But yeah, Singapore is a fucking dope place because I don't even get to pull that trick on people. Yeah, you know? man. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, like more power. Like we should be like those places, right? Like, no cigarette buds on the ground in 2021. Yeah. I mean, I mean, honestly. First of all, yeah, yeah. First of all, first of all, no cigarette buds on the ground in 2021. Mainly due to the fact, like, just fucking stay at home. All right, like yeah, until we get. Yeah, this is your like our public service announcement. Like, stay there's at a, home. There's a couple public service announcements. <laughs> like, uh, there are a couple. I mean, um. People commit insider trading. <laughs> do not get caught. Do not get caught. Um, Mama didn't raise no bitch. Yeah. Um, absolutely, go read a book uh, about neo-Keynesian economic theory so you can understand uh, how inflation works. Go read a book about Eurocentrism and Euro Orientalism. Uh, exactly. Get educated about history and get it. country and the state of the world currently yeah. and how we've gone to this situation. Um, to people, I'm hella tired today, so I just kind of sat back and honestly got to watch you deliver this whole thing which has been great but um so i feel the the stress of exams and stuff to anyone who has exams good luck uh hang in there uh, a couple yeah. of you got this easy will don't don't We're don't don't Bush. absolutely oh yeah no 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 like you're you're, you're absolutely gonna fucking kill is one if you need help ask yeah. for help um not, not necessarily from us i don't know how much help we can give but we'll uplift anyone who 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 needs it? Who wants it? Yeah. You know? Anyone who wants to feel better this year, just come and listen to this podcast. Yeah. Let's go. Great advertisement. Oh, yeah. See your marketing degree finally paid yeah, off. Finally. Right? <laughs> finally. <laughs> <laughs> Took you long enough. Took you long enough to deliver. Listen, um, I still have a, I have so many other things. Honestly, I, I know. Get, I, I, I have so many other things that I want to talk about yeah. to get mad at because I'm just so I'm still churning that anger deep what inside. I'm how about this? I'll let it out. Um, I'll let out the rest on the next episode. An hour and a half. Like, by this time, if people have listened to this, like, their blood tension, they're, like, it's so high compared to, like, when they started, right? And I don't want to give diabetes or, like, a heart attack to anyone. Sure. So I'll just calm down and we can go at it next week <laughs> on episode eight. See, that's even better advertisement. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. no. My my final exam is on the fifteenth, so if we shoot that around the fifteenth, I'll still get upset about everything, whole lot of shit. I still have a list, and so yeah. Anyhow, guys, I hope you guys got entertained and educated by this episode. Again, I hope you enjoyed Salim's um, performance last week. Loved it, much more tame. So I feel like I had to raise the tempo this one, <laughs> a little bit more, right? But yeah, Salim, if you're listening, you killed. Love you. 
Go ahead. Hell yeah, dude. I want to shout out yeah. my sister, right? Because, <laughs> like, I couldn't have gotten through my essays without a bit of, a bit of help, a shit ton of help. My sister was the person who was there right there for me. I, I, I would have fucking broken if I didn't get uplifted by my sister. So, like, honestly, be asking for help. Talk to the people around you. Get, get like, feel better as you're doing shit that's stressful to you. Put yourself in stressful situations, but still try and be comfortable doing that shit. Exactly. That's where I'm going to sign off for that. Right. Honestly, guys... <laughs> here's one thing like no no here's like that's the thing we've every time we've done an episode together you've always deferred the conclusion the outro to me and as a form of uplifting you you go ahead and finish this episode all right thank you guys for watching uh we hope you've had a great week and have a great week until the next episode comes out come back to listen to ozzy's pop off uh for another hour and a half hopefully and uh if you got shit you're pissed about Hit us with the DMs. We'd love to get some different takes and that kind of stuff. Um, and also, yeah. Also, yeah. also, don't forget, like, for ex- we, we ran this little thing on Insta last time about, like, oh, what things do you want, do you want us to talk about? And uh, we didn't ignore, trust us. Oh, we we, we, yeah, next episode, next episode, we're going to go through that if you want. Like, yeah. we, we'll absolutely do that. So even if we don't run through an Insta story as, with, us, with us asking you, for any piece of uh, like like inspiration, I suppose, still do it. Like slide in the DMs, tell us what you guys want want us to talk about, and we'll do it like with pleasure. All right, so slide in the DMs, man. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. <laughs> That's it for us, guys. Have a good week. We'll see you. Peace. <laughs>